Welcome to the Career Skills Network podcast, where we take a deep dive into successful professionals in a variety of fields who turned a simple idea into profound success and continue to make a positive impact in the lives of everyone they meet. My name is Kinsey Oswald, and I'm the director of social media for this amazing nonprofit organization. Today, we have Beth Sundmans with us. Beth is a watercolor artist and photographer local to the Bryan College Station area. She is super inspiring and really gives wonderful insight to what it looks like to start your own business, specifically in the artist industry. Whether you're a young entrepreneur or someone looking to be in the artist industry, I know that you're really going to love this chat. Welcome, Beth Simons. I am a watercolor artist and a photographer. The watercolor art has been around for about seven years and then I've always done photography as a hobby, but it's really something that I've become super passionate about uh, over the last year. So I ventured into my photography business and it's going really well. That's awesome. So what's your background as far as education, previous careers, things like that? Sure. I graduated high school in a small, tiny little town in Missouri, and I attended about two years of college before I realized that college definitely was not something that I wanted to continue. Uh, Mm -hmm. It just was not for me. I had other ideas of where I wanted my career path to go and couldn't really settle down in a major in college. I think I was majoring in criminal justice, which is not anything I really ever wanted a career field in. Um, so I dropped out of college and worked lots of odds and ends jobs. And in 2008, I packed up everything that I owned that would fit into my car. And I drove to college station where I had some friends who lived here and I have never left. (laughs) So I'm still here. That's awesome. So at what point did you realize that you kind of wanted to get into like the artist industry when did you realize you could make that like a career path yeah so i had been working a couple of jobs that i really enjoyed i was working at an interior design firm doing interior design for a while and also i was managing their social media which i loved because i got to do content creation which also involved taking photos which i loved and i really enjoyed doing that a lot Um, and then I left there and started working in marketing for a yoga studio where I got my, uh, well, almost completed my yoga teacher training. I think I have like two hours left before I actually get the the certificate. Um, but I was working there until January of 2020 and they went a different route with their marketing and decided they were going to kind of keep it all in house and that they didn't really need a marketing director and that the guy who owned the studio was going to kind of do all that himself which was fine, but it it gave me an opportunity to say, hey, I have been doing my art for a couple of years now on the side. What if I took the leap to full time and tried to do that? And so January of 2020, I quit my, or I, I stopped the yoga job and I started painting full time and made the announcement on Facebook and everybody was super supportive. And that's been two years now. Well, COVID happened in February of 20, well, March, maybe anyway. Um, so I've been painting full time for two years now and, and really loving it. What sort of things have you had to learn like along the way that you weren't really expecting as you made that transition? I think I went into the whole idea of working for myself 
um, not quite understanding the business side or the back end of things, taxes, LLCs, all of the, the back side of a business that you don't think about when you're solely focused on the product that you're making. So in my case, it was painting pet portraits. So people's dogs, cats, horses, um, painting, doing paintings of their homes or people that they love. Um, and so I knew that I could do that. And once I got started on that, I was like, oh, I have to also know how to run a business. Um, and so that was a surprise because I hadn't thought of yeah. that. I was so creative minded. My mindset was so on the creative side of things that I forgot that there was the other moving parts to that. How did you kind of educate yourself through that? Did you have a mentor? Did you read books? What did that look like? Yeah, so I actually do have a mentor. Uh, it's a girl that I grew up with. We lived in towns that were very close to each other. And where I'm from, it's just kind of one small town after another. We ended up being on a swim team together and we're about the same age. And she grew up to be an incredible watercolor artist. And I kind of followed her journey and she was doing really well at it, had her, her products in Barnes and Noble and was painter to the stars. I know Angela Kinsey from The Office is like her biggest oh, fan. wow, that's so yeah. cool. So it was really amazing to kind of watch her journey uh, along the way and see her grow and prosper in her business. And she had been very supportive of my art as well. And we road tripped to meet and spend the day together and talk business and art and catch up after all those years that we haven't seen each other since we were kids. Um, but I really think like just talking to her about how she runs her business was super beneficial. And then the second biggest thing that I did was hire a business coach. Um, and she's local and talking with her and having somebody to bounce ideas off with some having somebody that's holding me accountable to my business structure, somebody who is helping me plan my business for the future and what kind of things I want to do and offer has been incredible. So my biggest advice is just not do it alone. If you have people that have the, the knowledge to help you along the way, definitely reach out and don't try to do it all by yourself because it's a big job. I agree. I think that the smartest thing a person could do is resource themselves ask the questions don't worry about sounding dumb it's not going to be dumb like it is so smart to be resourceful yeah you know i saw in a local facebook group the other day of somebody who was asking for resources for her daughter who was starting her own business and there was a comment by somebody made that said um shouldn't she be doing it by herself and a whole lot of people <laughs> jumped in to say gosh no if she can get the resources if she can talk to people who've been where she's been or can help her with different aspects of her business. Like we're all in this together. Nobody should have to do it alone. And so if you have people around you or you know people that have been where you've been or have done what you've done, absolutely ask for advice, um, ask for help. There's no shame in asking for help, especially when you're young and trying to start a business on your own. The more people that can get involved, the better in my opinion. So what type of characteristics do you think have made you successful or someone who's interested in kind of pursuing your like their yeah. own art full time. Uh, the first the first is patience because it does not happen overnight. It is a long drawn out process and if you are looking for amazing immediate results you're gonna be disappointed. So um 
you know, that old saying, if first you don't succeed, try, try again. Like just having patience with yourself and realizing that your failures are not detrimental to your success. Um, they're learning opportunities. And so patience, determination to like see it through, um, to not give up and just not fearing failure because failures are going to happen. And they ultimately, I think, are lessons to be learned towards success. I agree. I almost feel like when people call something a failure, it's not really a failure. It's like a pivot point because nothing's really a failure. It's a pivot point. You, that didn't that's work right. out. Let's try again. That's right. And that's why I encourage um, my students when I'm teaching watercolor lessons. I find that a lot of people, including kids, more so adults, but most people uh, feel like the first time they try anything, it has to be perfect. Um, and I can remember starting out on my watercolor journey and sitting down to paint and expecting myself to be really good immediately. And when I would sit down and paint and it wasn't perfect, I would throw it in the trash. And my daughter, who was like five or six at the time, would go dig through my trash and she would pull out all the paintings that I deemed unworthy. Oh my and she would hang them up in her room. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I was first I was embarrassed. But I thought, you know what? She sees a beauty in it that I don't. And so why am I not taking these failed paintings and learning something from them and pivoting and trying something different? And that's how you grow. So if you were to kind of give some advice to a young person wanting to kind of, they're coming out of high school, they have been involved in painting, sculptures, watercolors, whatever it may be, kind of the art world, um, kind of entering in, needing to kind of support themselves, what kind of advice would you share? You know, uh, somebody young coming out of high school, I think, I really think it's important to get some life experience in maybe an industry unrelated to what you're wanting to do. For me, that was, um, I, I worked a lot of waitressing jobs and that really teaches you, um, a lot of what we were talking about, like patience and determination and working with the public and doing something that maybe you're not passionate about, but, um, learning different skills that you could use later. Um, so I worked a lot of waitressing jobs, but I did art on the side. And I think that working that job, it definitely made me a little bit more resilient, a little tougher <laughs> to mm -hmm. criticism. Yeah. Um, the the but food industry is no joke. <laughs> it is brutal. It's uh -huh. so brutal. But I look back fondly on that time because I really think it pushed me to be a better person. So I think maybe working a job that is unrelated to your industry or your skill set is important. Um, but then also while you're doing that, continue to work on your art, continue to learn and grow and, you know, be a lifelong learner. I don't think there's anything such as, I don't think there's such a thing as perfecting your craft. Um, I'm always learning something new, always trying something that I have seen or, you know, trial and error goes a long way. Uh, but if you can, while you're working those other jobs, still create your art and find ways to put it out there for the world to see. We have social media now, which we didn't have, you know, 15, 20 years ago, <laughs> aging myself here. But <laughs> I was in college when Facebook came out. So, uh, But now we have all of these resources and opportunities to share our hobbies and our crafts and our artwork and paintings or whatever it is that you do with the world. Um, and just getting your name out there and having gallery shows at local art places where people can see what you do.
So that would be my advice. Work a job that you don't intend on working forever, uh, but keep working on your skill while you're doing that and getting your name out there. Okay, well, if people have questions for you or kind of want to learn more about you, where can they find you? Yeah, they can find me on um, Facebook or Instagram at Beth Simons Fine Art. Um, they can direct message me there or they can email me at Beth Simons Fine Art. It's B-E-T-H-S-Y-M-O-N-S Fine Art at Yahoo.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. The Career Skills Network podcast is brought to you by Career Skills Network. To learn more about Career Skills Network and all of the services that we offer, visit our website at csnet.org.